Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What up, though? Welcome to Bleachers and Speakers. I'm your host, June. What up, Foss? What's going on? It is not Tuesday. Nah. Nah. So, I know uh, for the people that do watch and pay attention, we usually, our shows are usually on Tuesday, but we don't want to cover Lions football on, that happened on Sunday, on Tuesday. So, we're going to switch days and be here on Monday nights, except for the Monday night football game, which that week will be on on Tuesday. Now, for our radio listeners, instead of broadcasting on Wednesdays, we'll be broadcasting on Tuesday. So you'll get the audio on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iPodcast, all all the the uh, podcast websites that uh that you listen to will be available on Tuesday morning instead of Wednesdays. So it's about that time. It's about that time. Uh the season is uh yeah. starts was it next Thursday? Yeah, a little over a week. A little over a week, man. And uh how do you feel about what you've seen so far? I mean, we we both talk about not putting a lot of stock into preseason, but Still, um, the Lions played, uh, who was it? Carolina. Yeah. And when they lost to uh, the Jaguars, we didn't trip. So we're not going to go crazy over no wins either. Right. But, Foster, what did you see this last game? Uh, I mean, I feel like I, I feel like things are starting to really come together all at the right time. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater had a much better game. Obviously, he's our backup quarterback, but it was nice to see him show why, you know, he's at the caliber of somebody that could take over in in the event that we need him. He looked very mm-hmm. sharp. Uh, the chemistry was a, was a lot better, and he looked just uh, – it just goes to show what a week can do for, for somebody that literally knew nothing about the offense – going into mm-hmm. you know going into things uh two weeks ago um but outside of that uh we saw we got to see a, a big play uh got to see some some big plays some explosion uh the defense 
the the secondary looked really good. Uh, Levi Anzarike uh, showed some, you know, showed some spark as well. So I really don't mm-hmm. have too many. The offensive line looked a lot better. So I, 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 I really mean, it couldn't have, look any worse than that. Second it couldn't look any worse, but it looked like a polar. Like I really feel like Dan Campbell cut into them. I just really feel he like had to. <laughs> he had it was, to. That it was, was bad. bad. It was bad. It was atrocious. <laughs> yeah. So um, it was. It was not a, a good day for the offensive line after the during the preseason game two, but this preseason game three they turned it around a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, it, we just we just looked a lot better. Oh, and it's and it's gonna you know make things that much more difficult when it comes to cutting down from that ninety that we started down mm. to the. Which I remember when they used to cut it down in parts where like it would go from like 90 to 75 to 60 to 53. But they 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 pretty much cut everything, cut everybody all all at once. I mean, not all in one day. Have a a cut like after the first two games or after a game, it was still had people they had to get rid of. Yes. Yes. So I I kind of. I like it better this way. It gives everybody more of an opportunity because I feel like some guys probably get get you know get cut too soon because there was a there was a requirement, but mm-hmm. um, it, it's a lot of lot of long long faces uh, it, the the day before the season. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Anyway, um, what was the final score? Twenty five seven. I think it was 17. It was either 25 or 26, 17. Okay. I might be getting it confused. 20, 26, like I, 26, 17. I don't put a lot of time into wins and losses in the preseason. I don't. So yes. pardon me if I don't know the correct score. The Lions won. They played better. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater looked a lot better. And the week makes. Uh, I can't say the same for Nate Sudfield. Uh, he actually left an injury, and from what I'm hearing, it's a torn ACL, right? Yeah, yeah, very unfortunate. So, um, so, uh, very unfortunate for that man. Um, so whether he was going to be uh, a difference uh, or the third quarterback or whatever, he, he certainly won't be now. Um, I hate to sound make it sound like that, but a significant injury and with you being with you with bringing in Teddy Bridgewater and you have a significant injury like that it just kind of makes the roster cuts or whatever you're going to do with those three quarterback it makes that decision a little bit easier right right so i hate that it had to happen with an injury though like yeah. if you lose your position for competition that's what it is, but you hate to see somebody go out like that. So it's um, interesting because it looks like well, Trey Lance obviously got traded to the Cowboys, but they said the Lions were in the sweepstakes to possibly acquire Trey Lance, which I was like, okay. <laughs> did, did we really need all of that? But uh, I um, know. I have my reservations about that quarterback in particular, Mike. He was taken very high in the draft. Right. 
and I didn't see a, I didn't see anything relatable on while he was in the NFL to make him look like he belonged as an NFL starter. You draft a quarterback that high, he has to be a franchise quarterback. How are, he went in the first round or I thought it was top 10. Oh, was it? I I really haven't done He a was lot up of, there. Okay. Yeah, that's that that's heavy. That's heavy duty right there. Look here, man. <laughs> Look here. If I got another I, hey, if you draft a quarterback in the first round, that's your franchise quarterback for a while. That should be. He may not be there the first couple of years, but that's your plans for the future. If you're going to go quarterback in the first, and especially in the first 10 picks, there's no getting away around it. That's, that's just what it is. So I guess we can talk about, uh, Oh, Gilmore has been around the ball a lot. Like oh, we gonna, I think, oh, we, oh, we gonna talk about it. <laughs> I think if you, if you, are Gilmore and you're trying to make a roster spot, he's done things to make sure he's he's going to be on the roster. I'm not saying that he's going to survive. I don't know when the last roster cut is, uh, but he's done a lot to keep himself in the hunt. So I like the I like the way he's playing. He probably has a a great uh, mentorship from his brother and. You know, and everything else that you know that comes with having an NFL brother that's that actually can play. So everything from your diet to the training to staying in shape, technique, you have first track with. You know what I'm saying? Watching film, you I could watch film with my brother and you know what I'm saying, and him show me what he's seeing and what's made him successful. So it's good to see that. He's making plays on a stacked defensive backfield. Ooh. Hey, man, did I say the Detroit Lions had a stacked defensive backfield? When, when is when have I when have we said that? It's been a long. It's been a long time. What was Westbrook was the corner? Terry Fair. Terry Fair. <laughs> Drake Bly. Robert. Bailey. Drake Bly. Oh wow. We've had some athletes come come through the through here, but only a few at that corner position have have panned out. Yeah. So uh, this is a, a a loaded defensive backfield. Yes. Do you have on deck the the roster cuts? Yeah. So um, there. So the first the first set there wasn't a whole lot of like you know, ones that jump off the page. Um, but obviously, uh, along with the roster cuts is when you start um, putting the guys on IR and things of that nature. So, of course, Hendon Hooker, uh, Jamison Wilson is on is on the reserve uh, is on a suspended list as well. But as far as notable uh, roster cuts, obviously, D- Dylan Drummond was one of the guys that was competing for a uh, a, a roster spot at the receiver position. So he was cut today. We're obviously hoping that he can make it through waivers and come back and on the practice squad because he has earned some level of, you know, a, a, a 
he's earned his way onto the roster in some capacity, in my opinion, especially in the last let me, game. Let me ask you something this, right? Before we move on past that, hold that thought, but let me ask you this. Why Drummond and why not Coda or Green, in your opinion? That uh, put you on I, the spot. Well, you know what? I, I, I'll say this. So I, I really feel like up until up until this game, any trade for Lions Nation Fire. Okay. Um, you know what? Well, damn. Just to just to answer Josh, I, I definitely like the particip- participation as far as comments. Um, they've been talking about James Houston possibly being on the trade block. Um, and I want to know why. I mean, I guess it's just the I guess it's the the log jam at edge and uh, I, I guess if there's an opportunity for us to obtain something of higher need, maybe, um, mm-hmm. you know, especially with the Quar brothers kind of earning earning their spot possibly onto the, he may just be the odd man out. I don't know, but which one is the younger brother? That would be uh, Julian, right? I think so. I, I honestly, I I don't know. I decided. Oh come one, on, Foss. One took the pay cut and one uh, had three sacks in the first game. That's how pretty much how I've, I've been deciphered the two of them. But um, yeah, I, I I I saw James Houston on the well. We saw we originally we saw Julian Okora as a possible trade chip yes. as well. So I will be more intrigued by that than Houston, uh, especially okay. since Houston is younger. But let's let's look at it. Look, let's look at it. Right, Houston, young guy. Right, yeah. Played half the season last year. Had eight sacks this year. Played pretty good ball during the preseason. The defensive line is a strength, but why? <laughs> why would he be considered on the bubble? The only thing I can think of is the fact that he's not as versatile. Like he's not gonna be. He can only he can only play outside. He can't play inside, and his primary role is rushing a passer. He's not going to. They're gonna essentially they're gonna run right at him. They're gonna run right at him if if he's out there. Is is what is my only is my only explanation for why they could be getting uh, possibly trying to trade him with the hopes that there's a decent return because I feel like there's probably some teams out there that are willing to take a. a real nice flyer on a guy like him. And and that's that's my thing. Like don't cut him. He's he has value trading. No. Yeah, trade him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be a trade. I don't, yeah, I, don't do any, I don't want him to leave, but I'm just saying right. if he's not in your plans, don't let him walk. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No, that's not so, going to Yeah, that's not going to happen. Um but outside of that, um we they they say that that we might be looking for a number three quarterback with Subfell Hurt and Hooker. You know, who's to really say what his status is? Um, I've heard then, different things. Yeah. And then the offensive line as well. I think that there still may be some concerns with the offensive line. So as far as trades, that is that is what I that's what I know or what I've kind of seen out there. Um, to answer your question about the receivers. I think that up until up until um, the last game on Friday, Drummond had kind of been a disappointment in the preseason games. 
So um, Coda, Coda, and Green had I feel like had a leg up. Maybe Green didn't have a leg up, but he certainly did. That play saving. Did that, that play, play saved? <laughs> if you take away that seventy-yard pass, there's not much. There's not much that I saw from Antoine Green, honestly. But if you ever were going to make an impact in a game that quote unquote didn't mean anything, that's that's the one. Yeah, I think uh, when I saw the play, and I was watching it live, of course, and I said he caught it. I said he's gone. You, you, All he you saw it was cut. Yeah, I said all you got to do is cut. He's gone. And he was for North Carolina. He was a deep threat. Yeah. So may not have the forty time numbers on paper, but he 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 got behind the defense a lot. So I knew he he could move once he got the ball. So I said, oh, he he ought to be gone. Yeah. Also, I don't. Did Drummond do any punt return, kick return? Like, did he have any con- contributions special teams wise? Now that I couldn't tell, I didn't see any of it. I didn't see any either. So I feel like I know for a fact Coda. I know for a fact Coda had returned some punts. So I feel like that kind of made him expendable. The fact that he that he hadn't contributed, from what I remember, on special teams. So, um, so yeah, that's the reason. In my opinion, it made sense. I feel like we talked about it. We agreed on that the, the, uh, the day before. You thought you I was going to say Coda when I said three of them, all three of them wasn't going to be there. You said it would be and a I surprise. Asked, so I was like, okay, Dakota would, would surprise me. <laughs> my reasoning was the surprise. Okay, for those that are, are watching and listening, I asked Foster uh, yesterday if you, who's, who gets cut? Drummond, Green, Coda. And I said, I have an answer and you'll be surprised. So Foster thought I was going to say Coda. Because we we both are high on Coda, like we he, we want we we we've been rooting for Coda. We like what we see. We want him to be there. But I and I said no. I think you cut Drummond. My reason is what will surprise you. And my reasoning is with Coda and and Green. I think if you cut those players, they get picked up. Okay, yeah. I, I, I think a lot of, Yeah. I think a lot of people are up on Drummond. So if you cut Drummond, uh, you have a better chance of bringing him back to the practice squad. Right. right. Cuz you cuz the organization does like what he does. And also it's the smoke and mirror effect. You keep a seventh rounder that you feel is productive instead of cutting a seventh round pick like Green and keeping an undrafted wide receiver, it just makes the decision that you made in the seventh round look that right. much better. Right. You, you know, you're like, hey, man, you wasted a – I mean, because people are picky. There's no such thing as tripping over a seventh-round pick. Like, you don't go bananas over who you got in the seventh round. You know, you right. just don't. But finicky fans will say, hey, you drafted that wide receiver in the seventh round, you didn't even use him. You cut him and yeah. – Yeah, seventh round. You know what I'm saying? Know. Yeah. So, but it looks, especially what if you drafted, like let's let's say you did draft Green in the seventh round, and he winds up, winds up being productive. <laughs> you look like a genius. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You look like a genius, and credibility in this business 
as far as a GM, as far as, you know, it goes a long way, you know? So shout out uh, to, to Drummond. He's from Eastern. That's my alma mater. Uh, I hope he gets another crack at it, whether it's here or in another franchise, but he actually played pretty good during the preseason practices. I don't yeah. think he was as productive in the games. However, the organization liked what they saw in Drummond. Right. So let me ask you this, Foss. Did they cut Martinez? They did. I don't think that was – I don't think that's a surprise, though. It's more of a surprise because Subville's hurt, but at the same time, um, you got to factor in the fact that people are cutting other guys on other teams, and we can always pick up out of that those waivers that, uh, you know, that we're hoping that our guys clear, you know, mm-hmm. same, same thing. They got guys that they – like and would hope clear waivers, but it's an opportunity to scoop them up. I got to figure out how this works with Hendon Hooker. He he can person? just go on. He, he can just um, be on the PUP. Yeah, is it is it pup or our injured reserve? One of the two. Where injured reserve you, means you're not playing for a certain amount of games. Yeah, like you definitely. Okay. Yeah. So I I don't know how that works. I don't know how how you know what they're gonna do with it, but because they knew he was hurt when they drafted him. So right. and it was it, a second. It doesn't round. hurt. It doesn't. It's like it's like Jamison Williams, where he wasn't held against the the fifty three man roster. Um, okay, that's that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. It doesn't count against the roster. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right now, right now we have two healthy quarterbacks. Right now. Yeah. So that's so there, there's still some moves to be made for sure with, with Gonzalez okay. with uh Martinez um being cut. That's the moral of the story. Well, um I don't know what happened to my camera. Yeah, I'm like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check the go. roster for one second and you was gone. I'm like, wow. Man, I think- <laughs> I think Drummond got me, man. I'm sorry, man. I wanted you to be on the team, bro. You shouted him out. Man. Hey, man. Eastern, Hello, Fellow Eagles, man. Yeah. Go Eagles, man. Wait, hold on. Man. What you Western, right? Yeah. Are you our, big, our, our big ops are central, though. We we you know we ain't got no issues with East, Eastern. So okay, we'll let man. Them. I don't want no, I don't want no smoke, man. I don't want no smoke from you, Kalamazoo. It, it'll man. it'll be that over central. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What was that wide receiver that was that was that was tearing y'all up? Crazy oh my guy. God. Oh, well, Antonio Brown. Antonio <laughs> <laughs> Brown. He, he was in school. He was on his way out of school when I got there. He was do, wearing do, y'all out. Do your homework. Just do your homework. <laughs> he was wearing y'all out at it. <laughs> he was he was getting crazy at Central, man. They had a good quarterback. Especially his senior year. Oh man, yeah, that's when I got there. I'm like, whoa, whoa, let that guy do what he gonna do because <laughs> he gonna be something one day. Yeah, man. Uh, so any other notables that got cut? Um, let's see. I mean, Trinity Benson, we traded a a, a draft pick, you know, a fifth rounder for him not too long ago. 
uh, you know, a couple years ago, and he, he's yeah. been cut. Um, Ozigbo was one of the running backs we got to see a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Other than that, Christian Christian Covington, a guy that you know he made some noise, but you know numbers game. You know he ended up just being a camp body that because we we picked him up from San Diego, you know this summer. So other than right. that, lot lot of camp bodies, a lot of guys that came in halfway through camp. Couple offensive linemen that were probably you know just destroyed throughout the first couple games um, that mm-hmm. that didn't make the that didn't make the cuts, but it's going to get more interesting. There's going to be some notable guys. Like I feel like if he's on the bubble, cause he's always hurt. Uh, our, our secondary is very stacked. Mosley's coming back. So it's, it's going to get, it's, it's going to, I'm still very curious about the acquire brothers and what they end up doing with Houston. So mm. it's, it's going to get more interesting between now and four o'clock tomorrow. And right now, Nothing, nothing too major. Nothing too major. So you got your cut ticker going, man. Are you going to pay attention at four? I mean, yeah, it's going to get interesting. It's going to get interesting at four. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be like that, uh, like the the trade deadline in basketball, you know. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely paying it. I'm definitely keeping my eye out and 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 keeping the Google search hot because we we got we got a we got a bona fide winner right now. So we, we, it's it's going to get it's going to get tight. That's all I can really I figure say. by the time by the time I get off, I get off at four thirty, so I should be. It should be some things going on right around that time. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, 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 I know they have their mind made up. I know they have their mind made up, and they're just gonna wait their time until four thirty until four to to make their moves. Um, they're probably on the phones now to seeing what's what. You know, doing their research on what they need, this, that, and other. It's it's a lot of things going on right now between now and four o'clock. So, so that about wraps it up for the preseason and the uh, roster cuts. But we didn't talk about our players of the game for the pre- last preseason game. We didn't do that. Yeah. So, who's your offensive player of the game, Foster? Offensive player of the game, I got Antoine Green. Uh, that 70, he earned 70 oh yeah he earned he earned his keep on that one that 70 yard catch uh to the house was very exciting and i cannot uh wait to see that in the regular season and uh yeah yeah Ant- antoine green was was kind of quiet the first couple games of the year mm-hmm. but i think he woke some people up with that one he took a pretty conservative but slant route across the middle and you know, he yeah. just found found some daylight and 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 ended. You know, you take away that catch, he probably has a plain Jane regular night. But you cannot, uh, we 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 can't act like that didn't happen. And you know, so t- Teddy, I thought it was a botched play though. I thought it was like, wait a minute, it's too much. It's too many people in that one area. Right, right. Like when right. he threw it, he didn't throw it in traffic. But I'm like, wait a minute, there's two receivers over there. There's two backs over there too. It makes it tricky. It makes it tricky to defend too, because it's like, what? What? Oh, oh, he out of here. Yeah. So, but once he caught it and cut, it was over. It was yeah. over. Who's your defensive player of the game? Defensive player of the game, I got oh, Steven Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's See, and, and these are the guys when I was talking about but the takeaways. I, if you notice, I try not to say their name because I want to give them they they proper, uh, you know, they they mm-hmm. proper respect. 
But um, yes, yeah, Stephen Gilmore. Uh, he had five total tackles and a pick six. And on the pick six, did he get there a little early? Keep keep it a buck. He got the, he got there a little early. I mean, you can you can make a you can make a, a case that he was kind of it was in the act of um, going for the ball. But yeah, I mean, he did technically make contact with him a little before. He got there uh, a little early. A little early. early. We're we gonna take but it. It's though. preseason, you know. It's a preseason we'll for the refs. It. It's a preseason for the refs too. They got it. You know, they got to get their act together. So, um, we we. I mean, I can't remember the last time the Lions had a pick six. Like it, it, it really might date. I can't. It probably don't date date back to Dre Bly, but in that generation, mm. that's when you know. That's when the the my man had a couple pick play. sixes though. They went to Philly. Oh, uh, Okuda or no, uh, Philly. Oh, you talking about uh, Slay? Slay, Slay had yeah. a pick six. Slay, Slay. Well, I forgot. About- yeah. Hey, that, man, don't that, do Darius Slay like that, man. He's that an era, opt now. Come on, that bro. era. No, nah, I mean, I don't even because, I mean, he kind of opt, but that that uh, Patricia era is just such a forgettable era, bro. Like, oh, let's not go there. Hey. Okay. hey. That's enough, man. Don't, there'll be no patty melts dropped here, bro. <laughs> None of that. None. Um, but, yeah, yeah uh, Stephen Gilmore is definitely uh, making – a, a case for himself as well. And he's kind of done everything that he's kind of done everything right thus far uh, from camp and, and then translating over into, into actual game action. So he, I, I feel like you, you have to, especially scoring a touchdown. I feel like you have to have solidified your spot with a, with a play like that. Um, but we got, Chase, we got Chase Lucas too. Chase Lucas, Chase Lucas had a good mm-hmm. game as well. He had a pick. Um, he had a, a nice tackle, a, a, a clean, like spear type tackle. Um, so you you just love to see the, the defensive backs make plays out there because uh, we've seen darker days for sure. For sure. Yeah. Okay. While we're on the subject of players, we might as well get to our feature player of the week. Foster, I usually take this time and, and let you do your thing with with whoever you're going to talk about. So the floor is yours, bro. All right. So our feature player of the week is Malcolm Rodriguez. He is. I was going to mess his name up. You was going to mess it up. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I let you do this. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he's a, he's an outside linebacker out of uh, Oklahoma state university. Um, Mm -hmm. He went in the sixth. he went in the sixth round and uh, going into camp, there was not a lot of expectations, you know, obviously being a late, round traffic like that you're just hoping to make the team uh but sure. he he made an impact early on in camp and uh you know he was coined the nickname rodrigo and he became a fan favorite from the the hard knocks uh episodes so going into the year he was the starting he was the starting outside linebacker uh, the will the they call it will linebacker, which is the weak side linebacker, meaning that he uh, that he lines up opposite the tight end and is mm-hmm. often uh, up against the running a running back or a slot receiver. Uh, okay. The will linebackers are uh, they have uh, they they play more of a freelance style. Uh, they operate from sideline to sideline, and they are the the ball hawks. And normally they are the the best pass rush, the pass rushing linebacker. 
Um, they utilize mm-hmm. the middle linebacker to uh, to free them up so that they can, you know, fly around and make some plays. Malcolm Rodriguez had a up and down year, to say the very least. His defensive ratings were kind of average. I won't say that he was on the low end of things, but overall he was, you know, just average as far as defensive ratings. And there's obviously a whole whole bunch of things that go into that. Um, it was at the the pretty much the halfway point in the in the year. He was kind of his snaps were were dropped down considerably. And it was uh the Miami Dolphins game where we where we kind of got shredded by Tyreek Hill and company. <laughs> And uh, Aaron Glenn made some made some adjustments and and uh, moved some some linebacker packages around, which kind of cut down on Malcolm Malcolm Rodriguez's snaps. Um, he still had some he, he still had some productive games in the last in the second half of the year. Uh, one uh, one particular game I can think of was the Buffalo Bills game, which was on Thanksgiving. He had a pretty pretty good game. Um, ultimately, at the end of the year. The Lions decided that they wanted to bolster their their linebacking core and make some changes, and that resulted in the the drafting of Jack Campbell, who was another mm. highlighted player in our uh, in one of our first you know first couple episodes. So uh, basically, his outlook for this year is he's definitely got some competition. Chris Bar, uh, what's his name? Is it Chris Barnes, Derek Barnes, Derek Barnes. Has uh, seemed know, to turn the- doing like I do. Yeah, <laughs> Derek <laughs> Barnes has has uh, turned the corner as a you know as a as a linebacker as well. We brought back uh, Anzalone, and we also have Jack Campbell. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a fight for for Malcolm Rodriguez this year. He's definitely got some competition, and uh, it's yet to be seen. He, he played a lot in the in the preseason, so he he definitely got an opportunity to get some reps in and continue to you know improve himself but uh with with jack campbell um likely to move over to the starting middle linebacker role and anzalone taking over that that uh second linebacker with us running normally running a a uh you know two two linebacker set with a nick you know with a nickel back and four defense alignment it's gonna make it difficult for malcolm Rod- rodriguez to you know crack you know, crack the, the starting lineup and get as many reps as he did last year. Um, so we will see um, how he fares. He, he, I think he was top five as far as rookie, ta- as far as uh, rookies, as far as tackles are concerned. I think he had like 50, 50 plus tackles. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Malcolm Rodriguez is obviously, he knows all about being up, you know, up against, uh, you know, up against it and being the underdog because he was drafted in the sixth round. So, you know, who, you know, who was to say that he was going to get any playing time his rookie year. So uh, we will just have to see how he fares, but he, he had a pretty good, I feel like he had a pretty good preseason, pretty good camp. So I mean, I'm excited to see what, uh, what he has to offer this year. I got to get that up to That was top notch, boy. Appreciate that you. was top notch, bro. When I give him a lines roar, to give you some props for that, but for that, man. Oh, but we acting like we don't have any bills to pay. Yeah, gotta do that. Like- <laughs>
totally forgot about that. But those bills got to be paid, man. I, I, I suppose to do that earlier, but we made it happen. Yeah. Once again, and I don't know why my camera keeps cutting, getting cut off. I'm going to leave it off next time. It's just maybe people don't want to see me. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> the real wifey out there, man. Wifey don't want to see me either. So it's all good. I'm just playing. She's listening. I'm playing. I'm just kidding. Lord Jesus. We don't see a shoe fly couch. across the screen now. Hey, man. I ain't trying to sleep on the couch, bro. <laughs> Not right. Uh, so we got a few minutes and I kind of want to touch on the net, the first game without going into depth because we do have a show before Thursday's game. No, Monday. And, uh, yeah. So we do have a show before Thursday's game. I think going into the season, we can wrap, we can just wrap the preseason up and everything. I think going into the season, there's high expectations. Yeah. Uh, I think we have a good roster. Uh, regardless of what happens at four o'clock, I one thing I don't want to see, I don't want to see uh, Houston get cut. I hate that his name's being mentioned, but at some point, I have to trust the moves that they're making. The past won't allow me to. But this is a totally different regime, so I have to trust what's going on. How would you feel if they cut Houston now? Um, I feel like James Houston is one of the – last year was one of my favorite players on the whole defense. And um, <laughs> it was funny because I was so – it was so it was so crazy to see him uh, – have so much impact in the second half of the year. I was like, is he going to catch Hutchinson and sacks? Like I was kind of rooting for him to like, cause that's pretty remarkable to catch up to, you know, obviously, you know, Hutchinson was a number two pick, you know, played all 17 games. So with Houston playing half the games, that's gotta be some type of accomplishment to, to catch up, you know, catch up to him in the, you know, in the, in half the game. So, you know, he he almost could have got some votes for a rookie of the year. So with that said, you know, yeah, he was he definitely became one of my favorite players. And it would be disappointing to see him somehow still not make the roster, despite what he was able to accomplish, not only in preseason, but in real actual games that that factored into us nearly making the playoffs. So, um, yeah, that would be it would be a disappointment for sure. Man, take Will Harris. Don't take Houston, man. I'm sorry. He's still, he's still on the roster. Um, yeah. they, they, it it got to be something they see in Will Harris. Like, something that he's... <laughs> it's got to be something that he's doing. In, he he got to be a leader in, in that locker room. Got to be. He's got to be a... Yeah, he's got to be a locker room guy. Got to be just... Uh, you know, just the, the, high, the high character guys do get a little more... A uh, little more of a leash. That's for sure. I'm hating. I hope Will Harris don't doesn't hear this, uh, see this show, man. Man, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I don't want to see anybody get cut, but you know, I just know, like, just the play hasn't been where I thought it would be from him. With him being, you know, being there, you know, being here for a couple of years. So, and I don't want to get rid of Houston. 
Somebody has to take the fall. Not Houston. Keep Houston. <laughs> oh, the text I got from my wife a second ago. Okay. <laughs> righty. Look here. Did I mention she bought Lions tickets for the Monday night game against the Man. Rams? Yeah. Yeah, you better watch Such yourself. a good wife. Yeah, Such a good go. wife, man. You know. God bless her. Um, that about do it for today, man. We're gonna wrap it up, man. Um, Foster, this is what is it, episode episode five? Episode five, man. Oh, we still here after five episodes. Gotta shout out Motor City Metrics, man. If you haven't subscribed to Motor City Metrics, please do so. Um you can also check us out on the audio. If you're working out, driving to work, cleaning the house, just don't want to look at us and want to listen, though. Kind of weird, but if that's what you want to do, you can check us out on iPodcast. You can check us out on any kind of uh, Google Podcast or, or uh, Spotify. Definitely check us out there. Just type in Bleachers Speakers in the search. You'll see the logo, uh, and you can just listen. I know a lot of I listen to a lot of podcasts while I'm working, so you know I can't always watch the screen, but I can definitely listen. So, if you can check us out there, it'll be uploaded at six o'clock on Tuesday mornings. So, whether you get your morning jog, your morning workout, getting ready for school, getting ready for work getting the kids ready, whatever. Just you know, turn it on, man. Listen. Right, Foss? Absolutely. You got anything you want to say before we get out of here? Nah, tune in. Tune in next Monday. You know, we won't have a game to talk about. Um, we'll just be previewing the uh the the upcoming Thursday, Thursday night game, which is high, highly anticipated. So um and we'll have predictions. We'll have predictions. We'll have expectations. We'll have we'll have a lot in that show going into Thursday. Yeah. And Foster is going to give you his score and prediction. Ooh, just me? What do you want? No, I'm yeah, just you. I ain't saying nothing. Oh wow. <laughs> hey man, they don't need to be mad at both of us. I mean, you can take. <laughs> Somebody got to take the bullet. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, you know, but I didn't want to, I started to dive into the Kansas City game, but we'll save that for next episode. I want to thank y'all for tuning in. I want to thank my beautiful life, beautiful wife for existing and listening. (laughs) (laughs) Don't laugh, Foster. Get real. All right. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Foss, you got anything you want to say before we get out of here? No, sir. T- tune in next week. Bleacher to speakers. <laughs>